Hello and welcome to Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkett. Today's episode is an interview with Trinity member Abby. Now, Abby's a full-time working mum of four boys and on top of that, she's in her early 50s and menopausal. Lastly, she's increasingly responsible for looking after her ageing mother, so she's really up against it. She's got family, she's got changing hormones, she's also working full-time and she was fed up before she started working with us. She was fed up with not being able to wear what she wanted. She was choosing clothes based on what covered up problem areas best rather than what she wanted to wear. In her own words, she said that she was starting to feel invisible. And she was worried this was it, that maybe this was all just part of the aging process. She just had to give in to the ever increasing waistline and all the downsides that came with that. Luckily though, six months ago, she joined our program and she's now over two stone lighter, having now learned how to work with her changing body and hormones in a way that's effective and sustainable long-term, as well as how to deal with the challenges that come with a busy career involving lots of travel and eating out. So in today's interview, Abby reveals exactly how she did it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's podcast. I'm here today with Trinity member Abby. So Abby, I know you've seen some amazing results over the last six months or so. Um, you've lost just over two stone, um, despite working a very busy job, being in your early 50s and going through menopause as well. So it's an amazing achievement. But I want to rewind a little bit and find out a bit of, more about you and make sure the people listening have that context as well um, to find out more about you before you started. So first off, I'm going to go in with the blind date question. So if someone says, who are you, where do you come from, what do you do, what would you say to that? Uh, so I'm Abby, I'm 53. I work at university in a research centre. Um, I've got four boys who are between 12 and 23 who live with me half the time. Um, and uh, I have an elderly mum who is now needing more and more care and attention as well. Um, so, yeah, it's it's just busy to the max most of the time I did not know you had four boys on top of <laughs> everything else you're doing oh, um yeah. so for context for people listening Laura is your coach right Abby so yeah um the way it works is when you work with us you get assigned a coach you work with them one-to-one us running the company we obviously hear about your wins that's why you're on the podcast but I don't necessarily know the, the context I was really excited today to find out a little bit more and you're part of that sandwich generation then that kind of I think that's the term now we're caring for elderly parents or aging parents and for the children so before you started Trinity then you were juggling all of these things like where were you at what what was kind of that trigger that made you want to do something in terms of your health or your weight and why I was it's absolute textbook you know your video popped up I think on YouTube and I watched the first few seconds and normally I skip the ad as soon as you can skip the ad and I didn't skip it. And there you were sat in front of a wardrobe of clothes going, you know, if you're struggling to get into anything and finding it difficult to wear anything and disguising problem. And it's like totally me. Um, my weight had gone up and down um, from being fairly steady. I've always been, well, always, I've mostly been above my BMI. And I know that's not a perfect measure. Um, but I'd, I'd sort of hovered around about the sort of 10-ish stone mark, which for my height, I'm only five foot two, is considered overweight. But I looked okay and I was just sort of like, I'm not going to stress over it. Um, I had done running in the past. I've run a couple of marathons and things, but that had all fallen away. Um, 
during lockdown, I put on a load of weight and then I was like, oh no, this won't do. So I took it off, but that was using Jane plan. Uh, and then, um, and then no, it was Jane plan was before lockdown and I took a load off and then I kind of went, oh, I've done it. Yay. I can eat whatever I like. And guess what? It went back the other way. And then some, and then I was in, in lockdown, I went back to uh, keto and low carb because I'd done that years ago and uh that worked and that was like oh brilliant and then I got to and then I was like oh I can do whatever I like now because I'm the and yeah and it all came and all the bread and all the carbs came back and and then I was just in this place where exactly as you describe I tried things I knew those things didn't last long term I knew I couldn't do them forever and therefore I was destined to just do this thing and then I got to the point where I was like oh menopause and oh is this just going to mean that this is my life from now on. And I just got bigger and bigger and things stopped fitting and I bought bigger things and then they were beginning to stop fit. And I was like, oh, where does this end? I remember saying to my partner at one point who, bless him, God love him, still thought I was fabulous, whatever shape or size I was. But I remember saying to him, he said, I don't mind, you know, it's, it's fine. I, I, I've not got a problem with it. I was like, well, good, because I'm the biggest I've ever been. And I'm only going to get bigger because that was how I felt. I just didn't feel like there was any way of doing anything about this. Um, and then I saw your video and I really scoured the Internet. I looked and looked for anything saying this is a scam. Don't go here. Don't do, you know, because all of the other interventions I'd seen, there are negative reviews. There are people saying, you know, don't be fooled or, oh, this didn't work for me or whatever. And I couldn't find a single one. So I thought, well, either these people are absolutely genius at finding things and shutting them down on the internet, which is impossible because it's so sprawling. No one could do that. Or there is something in this. So I kind of plucked up the courage and this was December. So before Christmas, early December. So yeah, brilliant time to be thinking, oh, I'm going to cut down and do all these things. Uh, but I think maybe that was why the panic was setting in, because I was thinking, well, over Christmas, we could be looking at another half a stone easily. And then what? Um, and I had a wobble. So I had the had the sort of I had a phone call, the initial step, you know, filled in the form, had the phone call. Um, and the chap I spoke to, I can't remember his name now, but whoever it was um, said, well, there's two ways of looking at this. One is you could put it off until after Christmas uh, and then wherever you've got to after Christmas you've got to deal with that as well or you could make a start now and and see how you go and maybe that will help you through Christmas and I was like yeah do you know what you've got a point so I signed up for the three months because it wasn't cheap and people say that and I know you know that is the truth it is not a cheap solution um but I was like right three months okay let's see what happens and I think within I'm not sure but I think within the first month or so I was like no 12 months bring it on I, I need to do this and a lot of the things you've said in your video about going all in and how that's the best way to get the best out of the program I'm such an all or nothing kind of girl and I had been doing nothing so then I was all in um and that best decision I've made best best decision by far and I'm now nearly seven months in I think but already thinking about the next 12 months when this one's finished and how I kind of like to sign up again because I want this to be something for the long haul and um, I can see that being useful. I can see there being a point to it. So, yeah, so I've gone from kind of, oh, am I 
really going to do this to like, yes, give it to me, give it to me now, give it all to me now and keep giving it to me because it's really working. So, yeah. So that's where I was and and kind of where I am now. And I think for people listening, like, so you're obviously, you've seen the results and that is really motivating to, you need to see results to, to kind of stay motivated. Um, so if we rewind to that like first few weeks then where you kind of made that shift from kind of skeptical, not sure, you know, it's a big investment. I'm not sure I want to do this or not. Um, to then going, I'm all in, I'm committed to doing a full year of this. Like what kind of changes did you see that then made that feel like a, you know, a good, a good decision to continue and kind of get to get that extra motivation? What did you see in the first, let's say four weeks? Um, I think I can't remember without checking the numbers, but I must have seen some sort of reduction. I think I also, being me, immersed myself in the podcasts and all the materials that were online, you know, um, because I just really wanted, you know, have a, I'm a researcher, I have a thirst for knowledge. I want to know, I want to find out the stuff. What I loved about this, one of the things I loved was there was so much information, but it was also so consistent because one of the big problems I'd had was I never knew what to think because for everything that said, oh, skip breakfast if you're not hungry, don't eat if you're not hungry, there was another one, oh, you must have breakfast, it's very important. And I was like, I just don't know what to think. Whereas this gave me a thing, it explained everything. There were podcasts you could go into for more in-depth if you wanted it. Um, Just gave me all that, that sort of sense of you really knew what you were doing and the results of people that they posted as well were fantastic. Um, And again, not seeing anything where people were going, well, yeah, works for some people, not so much for me. Even if people weren't losing weight, they were reshaping and or they were, you know, something was happening, something's working for them. Um, So I had obviously in those first few weeks, I must have lost a bit, not masses, but a bit. And it was Christmas. And over Christmas, I carried on losing just a little bit, just like a pound a week or whatever it was. I had a couple of, by then I was tracking, I had a couple of red maxed out days, but we'd already talked about that and agreed that was going to be okay. That was part of the plan. And, you know, the podcast that um and coaching calls and stuff Ben's done about you know and you've done about the 80% of the time is okay and that was true because I lived it I did it and then the rest of the time I could stick pretty easily within my calorie thing and I was doing the workouts and I had I got a few dumbbells and I got one eight kilogram kettlebell um and so I I used those and the band obviously that came with the the, the welcome pack um but I was enjoying the workouts they were doable but I felt like they were challenging me um and I liked the fact they were a manageable length I could actually fit them in around everything else that was going on um and that I did seem to keep getting up and doing them you know I've gone from somebody who wasn't doing any exercise at all and completely lost the plot on what exercise I might do because you can imagine going for a run carrying all that extra weight was not doing me any favors and was horrible and made and my knees hated me and I tried going back to the gym and I spoke to somebody and they gave me this really long complex workout thing to do that was going to take far too long and I just never went back so having these things where it was all explained it was all in this chunk I could rewind if I needed to and it just it was just there and there was a new one every time and I was like yeah okay I, I appear to be able to do this it's 
quite surprising. I was quite astonished, I'll be honest, but I could do it and it, it all made sense. And you're obviously, so you've got four boys, you obviously work a lot. Like, let's go into the specifics. Like, how are you fitting this? Like, how did this fit into your life or around your life? Like, how did you make that work for you specifically? Um, well, I've always been quite an early riser um, and that has been a big help. So now I tend to find that um, I wake up early. I wake up about five in the morning. It doesn't seem to matter what time I've gone to bed, which is another issue, but let's not go into that now. Um, but I discovered because it was such a short, because even going for a run, if I was just going for a half hour run, I'd still have to get my kit on. Then I'd have to go out for the run. Then I'd have to come back and then have a shower. Whereas doing it all just in my bedroom without leaving the house, even though it shouldn't have taken any different amount of time, just maybe it just felt mentally different. I didn't have to worry about what if something happened when the kids and they came looking for me and I wasn't there because I'd been out for a run or what if me going past their room on the way downstairs woke them up and then they were up early and I just didn't have to deal with any of that. So for me, what works is I naturally get up early. Uh, when they're here, I have to be up and dressed and good to go for seven. So I managed to fit in the sort of these days, more likely 45 minutes or so, and then jump in the shower. And I'm pretty much, you know, hitting my time markers to be ready and everybody up and out and doing. And I get to work and I've already done a workout. And that's a brilliant feeling. Yeah, it's like a smug. I get that. I train in the morning as well. It's it's, it's a weird smug feeling that you can kind of get when you don't do it, then you kind of miss, I think. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. I have found that um, when I on the days where I've actually gone, no, today is a rest day. I'm like, oh, why not doing a workout? Huh, that seems a bit odd. But also I forget sometimes that I've done it and then I'll get partway through the day and then I'll go, oh yeah, but you didn't work out this morning. So, you know, doing all right. So it is, it's it's just a real boost. And what what other changes have you seen then? So we talked about kind of weight and things like that. And I'm guessing clothes sizes have changed as well. But beyond those things, like what other changes have you noticed as they're changing like mental uh, energy uh, you know what what other things have you have you noticed have changed since you started uh well one of the big changes and I forget because once you've made a change you sort of take it for granted but yeah. one of the biggest changes was that I have changed my drinking habits substantially uh and I'm really pleased about that and that could have happened without Trinity it might have done but the the added value of knowing I'm not stacking up calories that I'll you know that I'm just going to send my tracker not green um, has been really helpful. So now, because I don't see my partner very often, we only manage to see each other like once a month, if that. Mm -hmm. So um, I try, doesn't always work, but I try only to drink when he's around and the rest of the time I don't bother. Um, so no, no or low alcohol seems to be my absolute saviour. So I'm a huge fan of, of 0% gin yeah. uh, and a really nice tonic um and uh even when I go away for work like um abroad a lot of places have got low on alcohol beer and as long as I've got a drink in my hand I feel like everybody else it's just I feel better than everybody else the next morning because I haven't got the hangover so I found things like um so I'm going to a, a do tonight and what I will do when they're handing out the Prosecco is ask if they've got any sparkling water and if I can have it in a champagne glass. 
because then people see the bubbles and assume it's fizz. So nobody goes, oh, you're not drinking. Nobody cares. They're just not that interested. But I know that that's what I'm having. And for me, it's a slippery slope, the all or nothing. So if I'm going to drink, I'm going to drink. And if I'm not, then I'm not. And it's just easier to keep that on off switch. So I kind of set some rules of when I do and when I don't. And that has really helped. But it just means that I'm not dealing with hangovers. I'm not blurry or groggy. It's easier to get up and do that half five workout. Um, And I'm not carrying those extra calories. So that's been a huge change. And I think it's also changed my confidence in, I feel able to trust myself. I think before I couldn't trust myself to follow something because I'd do it and then I'd stop and I'd do it and I'd stop. And this I've actually stuck with. And it's like, oh, I'm not flawed as a person. I I don't lack willpower. I just hadn't found the right thing. And now I have. And now I'm like, well, yeah, I can do things. And and it is brilliant having that that sort of database of results that you you build up over time. So even when things are a bit rubbish, to be able to go, yeah, but look at where you were. And, you know, and and to know that I've achieved that, not through some sort of quick fix or magical diet pill or something that I know sooner or later I'm going to have to stop doing or change. It's just carrying on doing what I do. These are the things I do and this is how I live my life and that's all good. And what what do you think then is, the, so you said you've done all these things before, like Jane Plan and other things like that, where you did them, you did see some results, but then to kind of regain them again. What do you think has been the difference, or there might be multiple things, like what are the key differences you think between those things you were doing, which sounds like you never felt like you could sustain long-term for whatever reason, and, and what you're doing now? What do you think are the key differences? Um, I think, well, partly I feel like I've earned this because it doesn't feel like a cheat. Those always felt a bit like I was cheating. Hmm. And um, and and you've talked about this in, in podcasts and things, but they're not sustainable if you're trying to lead a normal life. It's yeah. fine if you can control everything, but if you can't control a work's dinner or whatever. And um, the thing about low carb and keto, I, somebody said in a, a in a keto podcast I listened to once that it's a bit like a marriage. Um, don't think cheating on it doesn't matter because mm. it does. Yeah, and it's like, but real life happens, and you know there are situations where all there is to eat, and I keep finding myself in this situation. All there is to eat is sandwiches or wraps and chips. That's it. It's that or starve because you're in a work situation where you can't just nip out and get a healthy salmon and salad or whatever Um, but those are the things that would really stop that in its tracks because I wasn't necessarily doing any activity because there wasn't any mindset stuff and it always felt like it was a temporary thing and I lost the weight and I you know I fitted into things but now I'm seeing the shape of of my arms change and I know the strength I just you know, even though I don't walk around going, oh, I feel so much stronger. But, you know, it's not like I'm lifting a bus with one hand or something. But um, the fact is, I've got a little stash of kettlebells and they have gradually grown and grown because I can lift more. So my heaviest one is 32. When I started, it was eight. That's that's progress. And that's stuff that I carry around with me all the time. I'm sure it's improved my posture. Um, I'm sure it's improved 
my joint health because I'm not carrying around all that weight anymore. Um, and so when I put things on, I'm getting to the point. My aim was when I started, I said my aim was to feel happy about how I looked in clothes and out of them. And I'm getting much closer. I said to Laura this morning, I think my new goal, if it's not a fantasy, I don't know if this is if it's possible because I don't think I've ever been there. But I would like, you know, well, people listening to this will probably know uh, there are two versions of you. There's the version where you suck everything in and there's the version where you don't. So my photos that I've taken for Trinity to sort of log progress are all with it not sucked in because I'm like, what's the point? But when I started, even when I sucked in as hard as I could, it didn't make any difference. For the first time ever, I think, since I was pregnant, I it just, I'd, I'd sort of go, and nothing would, nothing no. would move. It would all just sit there and look at me. Um, so now I'm back in the place where that makes a difference. But I would like to be the other end of that where it doesn't make a difference because it's all toned and lean and there aren't bits that sort of go, well, if you let them. Yeah. So, so that's my new goal. Um, it's it's a bit of a woolly one in terms of smart goals but that's because it seems like it could be a reality and that's a really exciting prospect and I think that is a good point like when a lot of the time before people join and when they start they're kind of self-limiting what they their goals are understandably because they don't want to feel like they're going to fail or you know if, if it's a little bit of a harder journey they want to make sure they're kind of not setting themselves up to fail I suppose which I think is fine I'm not saying people shouldn't do that what I do find is people get further down the line like yourself and then go oh maybe now something else is possible they didn't even realize was possible at the beginning I think that's how it has to be I think you have to go through the journey and and get to a a point where you go wow I've actually have achieved this much now what can I do and it can translate into other things as well. So we've seen people go and do all sorts of crazy things in their life. We've had someone sailing around the world. It doesn't have to be that huge, but it un- unlock other things yeah. um, for people as well. And for you, has it changed anything outside of the fitness space? So let's say in, in work or with your partner, or like has it affected how you are in other spaces as well? I think so. Um, and it's really hard to actually work out whether this is just sort of confirmation bias and look and find mm. what you want to see or or just a, a coincidence but certainly I think I've been I'm just more confident in my ability to achieve things and to do things because I've proved to myself I've surprised myself by showing myself what's possible I didn't know what was possible before and now I'm beginning to see it and it's meant through the coaching calls with Laura when we talked about that maybe I need to and and sort of seeing all the stuff maybe I need to refocus and you had a thing about if you have a million goals you're unlikely to make pro- progress towards any of them whereas if you just have one or two you know you'll focus and I was like yeah okay that makes a lot of sense and at work I was really stretched so thin because I'd ended up, you know, volunteering for this and sitting on that and doing this as well. And and actually, I just felt like I was doing lots of things badly. And that that doesn't sit well. It doesn't it didn't feel like I was doing things justice. And that wasn't right for the people I was working with. And it wasn't right for my team. So I've managed to make decisions about pulling back from some things. And I've managed to do it in a way that people have completely understood my decision 
uh and and sort of appreciated the input I've given up to that point but not given me a hard time I think sometimes we kind of go oh what will happen if I say I want to step down or I say I don't want to do yeah nothing bad happens uh I like to the way I tend to to frame it is saying that I've decided it's time to give somebody else the fantastic opportunity that I've had to do that thing and then they can't really go oh but you must keep doing it because they can't argue with that not that they would have necessarily argued but it made me feel better as well it made it feel like a positive choice rather than something I was giving up it made it feel like something I was potentially giving to somebody else while at the same time saving myself a lot of work so uh yeah so having the confidence to do that and and I my best friend always had this expression she said she used to say to me whenever we met up you've fallen off your own agenda haven't you um and that was me I've just constantly falling off my own agenda so now even though I forget sometimes or I don't manage to take as good care of myself as I would like to there are still bits of this plan that I have yet to be able to unlock personally because I want to meditate regularly and I just am not doing it I'm just getting in my way still but I think having been through this journey I feel like that will come there will come a point at which that just something turns a switch flips something happens and I find my way to that bit and a bit the thought transformers but I do a lot of the thought transformer stuff in my head one of the things I'm finding really useful is the opposite thing at the moment so um I've, I've and it sounds so ridiculous but just I'll be driving home and I'll just be like I'm so tired and then I'll go I'm not tired at all and then I actually do feel better um and so I've been doing that with myself quite a lot as well so those little thought transformers even though I'm not doing it in the way that you've kind of explained or as regularly or but it's going in it's it's making a difference so yeah sorry really long rambly answers but I think I think it's made a difference to me appreciating what I can do what I don't have to do anymore so I can focus more and do do what I do well better rather than doing lots of things not terribly well I love that Um, I'm going to steal that uh, response you had of almost making it into a giving rather than a a losing because we you'll know psychologically that we have all have like loss aversion as a, as human beings we don't want to lose things whether it's money whether it's it, you, it can even be with weight that can be a bit of a, a, a challenge if you see it as kind of losing it rather than a gain mm. so you're flipping that thing from whatever it is I'm set on the board of this um to I'm giving someone else an opportunity which feels a lot more selfless as well and it can be just like with the thought transformer you mentioned which is the mindset exercise we do in phase two um, one of the things we do to help people manage stress better there's always a load of different ways to look at the same situation and what we try and do is help you see a different way of looking at situations that's going to be more beneficial for you so it sounds like you're embracing that and we give everyone this massive toolbox of tools as you know you don't have to use all of the tools at once like you don't need to use you know if you have a toolbox at home I have a toolbox in the garage you don't have to use every single tool for for a job you might just use the screwdriver or you might just use the drill or you might use a few of them but you don't need to get everything out so it's there's nothing wrong with that approach and it's the best thing is you're still taking stuff from it and then applying it so one thing I wanted to to go into a little bit more is you've mentioned Laura a few times Laura's your coach like how has that changed or helped throughout this journey because I know 
no one is really self-made and this is the whole reason we work with people one-to-one is having that person in your corner can really really help but for you specifically what what has that really changed for you or what has that stopped you doing or does it help you to do like what are the big changes you've had from having that one-to-one relationship with Laura throughout Uh, it's been absolutely brilliant and I think that's one of the things about Trinity that I love the most that other things didn't or haven't offered is that one-to-one and I think people can the connection you have with people is so important. It's been shown in loads of studies about how it enhances your quality of life and you're more likely to live longer if you connect with people. And 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 because it's not a kind of a faceless coach, it's your coach and you have the same one. And if there's cover because she takes a, a well-earned break, that's fine. And I know who it's going to be and they phone me at the right time and they already know stuff that she's told them and continuity of care, massive uh Laura's always in my corner she's always got my back um I was amazed in the early days when I was I was going away for work and I was going to be staying in a place in London and I was like I don't know what I'm going to do about food while I'm here and she went oh okay I'll send you some suggestions where are you staying so I told her where I was staying and like within oh god knows an hour or so she'd sent me a list of places where I could get food that would probably help me to stay on plan and would give me options I was like wow this is amazing. Um, when I was going out to dinner in one of the early weeks, I think in January, so I'd only been on it a month. And I was like, I'm going here tonight and I don't know what, what I can have out of the menu. And again, almost instant turnaround. So I knew when I went into dinner, I could pick this and I could pick that and that would be okay. Um, amazing, incredibly responsive. Um, she's always supportive. Um She's a really useful sounding board. So sometimes I just need to talk it through with someone. And this is the problem before where it was like, should I have breakfast? Should I not have breakfast? And I go round in circles in my own head. I don't need to do that anymore because if I've got something like that where I'm like, oh, well, I think actually dairy is okay for me. I'm, I'm, And it keeps telling me I'm not getting enough calcium on my tracker, so I'm going to have cottage cheese. And she would be like, yeah, that's fine. See how it goes for you. Try it out. If it doesn't agree with you, we can rethink. It's always we can do this. It's not you have to do this on your own. We can rethink. Oh, she will send me some things. So she's going to send me a list of suggestions for grab and go lunches because I'm struggling at the moment with um, eating at lunchtime at work and having things handy and not hoovering up leftover sandwiches. Um, so we talked about that this morning and she's going to email me a list of things I can grab um, from the supermarket that will help. So it's just always there. It's it's that it's it's like safety net and coach and guide and friend and resource and just it's just brilliant. There are there are three things in my Trinity journey. They're my three non-negotiables and they are um, always tracking to the best of my ability even if it has to be a complete guess, I will guess to the best of my ability. Um, Always doing three workouts if I possibly can, sometimes more, and always check in with Laura because that's, on a lot of days, that's been my win. When I had to write down a win, if I was really struggling to think, oh, what can I put down as that? Oh, I spoke to Laura today. That's a win. So I would say for me, those are my central things. And so now I have those, different long-term goals about you know how I look in and out of clothes and things like that but my main day-to-day goal is to just keep those three pillars steady and that's it that's that's all I need to do 
and and things happen things fall into place and it's really important to have it you know relatively simple like you you've got there so it's not again a thousand more responsibilities on top of all the other commitments you've got so the last thing I want to say then is take yourself back to before you started um to think about that person and maybe where they're at or they're struggling with maybe why they're stuck and then what would you say to someone in that situation who's kind of stuck there or to yourself maybe it's a little bit easier to that person version of you now you're here what would you say to them beyond just like just do it which which I know is we all need that that's, kick up the that's kind of it uh, that is it that's the big message um well it's, it's difficult to say really because it is the be- main message is do it you know hit the button make the phone call do the thing um but just to know that you don't have to be on your own with it you don't have to despair you don't have to think that this is it now this mm. is the best it's going to get it's only going to be a decline into old age and you're just going to get you know wobblier and fatter and and feel less attractive and less vibrant and I just it doesn't have to be like that and I think that was the thing I really thought I just had to accept my fate I thought I would just had to resign myself to the inevitable because this was how it was going to be. This was how it was going to play out. And I might dabble with the occasional bit of fad dieting to watch it, but then it would just do it again because that's what happens. And it doesn't have to be like that. And you don't have to be on your own with it. Um, And you don't have to be confused and miserable and then eating because you're miserable or drinking because you're miserable because you don't have to be miserable. So you haven't found it miserable. That's the last thing I want to say, actually, that we didn't get into is it's not, you know, there's there's an element of needing to have a balance, right? And some sort of control. Um, so has it, I'm guessing it hasn't felt miserable like a re, over, overly restrictive. What has it felt like then in terms of that, you know, you're still, you're, con- you're doing something with your nutrition, right? You're doing something with exercise. If it hasn't felt restrictive or visible, what has it felt like to you this time around? Um, I think in some ways it's felt quite liberating because indecision and uncertainty for me led to paralysis and I hated mm. that powerless feeling. So it's been quite empowering. Um, and I I feel much better able to make choices. I have better motivation to make good choices. It's hard to make good choices if you're not feeling it or you don't really believe it's going to make any difference. Um, So I feel better able to do all of that. Um, Yeah, I think it's, it's just really, I think it's kind of reshaped how I think about myself. And that's a, a massive deal. Um, that and I, I remember saying to somebody, it might even have been my onboarding course, and I'm just not ready to become invisible. I mm. think there is a real societal cultural thing about particularly women. Men get older and it's like, oh, silver fox, and you know, and yeah. there are media figures who are clearly older and paunchier and, and grayer, and yet they're still seen as powerful or attractive. But for women, it's a very different thing. And I was like, I'm just not ready to become invisible. Um, and now I'm not, and I wasn't, but I'm really not, don't feel in any danger of disappearing anytime soon. Uh, and that's a great, and I don't see why that can't carry on. Um, so I think, yeah, it's, it's just, it's given me a lot of 
a lot of things I didn't have. And the main thing is giving me hope and realistic hope, not just fantasy hope, but realistic hope that I can be in control of how I look and how I eat and how I feel on a day to day basis. And that is, and you know, and it's not beyond me. It's not, well, I just can't help myself. And I understand how hard it is because I've been there. I've eaten the biscuits and drunk all the gin in the world. But yeah, to have another option feels fantastic. I love that you said that because I was kind of doing this to check where we're at. So we've just redefined our purpose as a company to be empowering women to take back control of their life and to feel in control um, around menopause and as they get older. So that's kind of like what we're trying to achieve so it's really great to hear that is how you're feeling as well yeah you're doing it (laughs) excellent so thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your journey I know you've still got more you want to achieve but you've done amazingly well um I know you're super busy so I'm gonna let you get going but I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining me today and uh, taking the time to share your story thank you very much I really enjoyed it and amazing work obviously keep up the brilliant work you and Laura did great partnership um, as we always want with those coaching relationships um she'll keep me um, informed I know of, of your progress she's a massive um cheerleader of you as well if there's anything else you need obviously just let us know we're here to help so thank you for listening to today's episode of the trinity podcast if you've enjoyed today's episode don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows and also please leave us a quick review it only takes two minutes we do all of these shows completely for free to help you so we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all so thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the trinity podcast